Taking back control of the UK's borders was an argument for some who backed Brexit and wanted a cut in the number of people coming to the UK. Well, now the UK government has said there'll be stricter rules on existing rights, all in the name of a fairer immigration system. The change will affect the rights of EU citizens who arrive in the UK from November onwards. But the changes to freedom of movement will apparently not directly affect Irish citizens. Boris Johnson was talking of creating an outward-looking and truly global Britain. But how will the UK be viewed both at home and internationally after Brexit? Well, that's the topic of a discussion at the Edinburgh International Book Festival this evening. The event is chaired by Professor Annan Menon, Director of the UK in a Changing Europe, a think tank working on Brexit. And he's with us now. Good morning to you. Morning, how are you? I'm good, thanks. You've got an hour and a half tonight to sort Brexit out then. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've got a very good panel, but I'm not sure we'll succeed. Uh, So we're trying to look at everything, really, from what the panellists think should happen, you know, what would be for the best, what do you think Parliament might do when it comes back, will it try and stymie Brexit, as people are saying, and what are the implications if we end up leaving, particularly if we end up leaving under the sort of terms that look possible with a no-deal Brexit if the EU won't negotiate? Boris Johnson has written again to, or written today to Donald Tusk, saying that the backstop has to be removed. We know, of course, he's spoken to Leo Varadkar. He says that just isn't going to happen. Boris Johnson says that he's trying to deliver what people wanted. But do we fully understand what people wanted when they voted? Well, I think what we do understand is that people wanted lots of different and in some cases contradictory things. So as you say, there were some people uh, prominent in the Leave campaign who wanted to leave so we could create a global Britain. These were people saying, we don't necessarily want to cut immigration, we just want to control it, which we can't do inside the European Union. And of course, there were other people who explicitly wanted to vote Brexit to see immigration reduced. So there was a sort of open global view of Brexit and there was a more closed view of Brexit and reconciling those is is virtually impossible. And how practical do you think the measure that the Home Office has confirmed will be if there is a no-deal Brexit, that on the 31st of October the the free movement of people will just come to an end and there'll be, it seems, quite rigid background checks on people who want to come here because that takes time. Well, it takes time and perhaps the biggest single constraint on that idea is If we haven't actually finished registering those EU citizens who are already here, it's unworkable. Because as soon as someone comes in, then we have no easy way of distinguishing them from someone who was here prior to the exit date, which makes the whole thing very, very difficult, if not impossible, to work. Do you have any sense of how all of this is being viewed globally? I mean, we know, of course, Donald Trump is saying, leave without a deal, everything will be fine, the US will negotiate a trade deal, although we have, you know, members of Congress saying, well, if there's no Irish backstop, then that's just not going to happen. But in terms of our standing around the world, how has Brexit affected that? Well, I think it's certainly changed the way people see us, because, of course, we were... We were famous for being slightly, well, boring, really. Boring, predictable, pragmatic, non-ideological. And seen from abroad, we seem to be uh, moving away from that. And then again, on the other hand, I think a lot of politicians around the world are watching us with a sense of there but for the grace of God because we're far from the only country in the world that has... uh, issues with anti-globalization feeling, with a slight sense of populism. In other countries, those populists have come to power. So I think politicians are sensitive enough to realize what we're going through and why. But I think they'll be interested to see how we end up dealing with it and whether it actually ruins our trading patterns with our partners. Well, indeed, and a no-deal Brexit seems that it's looking more likely. We had these leaks at the weekend of the effects on uh, 
trade and on just the movement of goods, etc., and the potential effects here. And there is a, a belief that certainly those on lower incomes would be ba- most badly affected. And your think tank has, has looked at their attitudes, hasn't it? Yeah, and uh, I mean, in a sense, what well, we did a, pro, uh, uh, a research thing with the Joseph Rowntree Foundation a few weeks ago, and we asked people what they thought about the future. And what was interesting was many people didn't want to talk about Brexit. They wanted to talk about investment in green spaces, in apprenticeships, in job opportunities. And yes, I mean, there is no doubt that a no-deal Brexit will have a significant negative impact Uh, on the economy. Whether it happens or not, though, I'm not so certain, because there is, of course, a significant majority in Parliament that doesn't want to see us leave with no deal. Uh, And so when Parliament comes back in September, I imagine MPs are going to be trying hard to prevent that outcome. If that is the case, then, are we just looking at more stalemate, potentially? Potentially, yes, because even though we have a new Prime Minister, we've got exactly the same Parliament that eventually defeated Theresa May. Uh, And so Boris Johnson needs to find a way of dealing with the fact that in Parliament there doesn't seem to be a majority for anything, not for Mrs May's deal, not for staying in the European Union, not for leaving with no deal. And that's why many people think we're going to end up having an election. Well, thanks very much for speaking to us this morning. That's Professor Annan Menon, Director of the UK in a Changing Europe, and the event that he's chairing. He's asking if Brexit has changed the UK and it's standing forever, and that's part of the book festival, and that's on at the Garden Theatre in Edinburgh this evening at half past seven.